Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We got a fantastic show lined up for you today. And I'll tell you what, before we get to that, as always, let's take a look at how we did on Friday. And ah, ah, not bad. Uh, not great, obviously. Not good. Let's just say that. Not good. But we did have some wins. Bowman coming through with the Phillies' first five. Man, they were mashing yesterday, weren't they? Early and often. Emory Hunt coming through the college play. And Chip Patterson coming through on Navy. All right, let's bring in the stars of the show. So you know what? Enough of me yapping. Nobody wants to see me in a solo screen. First up, my man, Michael Roberts. Look at Sharp, sir. How are we doing? I'm doing great, man. So excited for today. So much going on. College football, amazing lineup. But the baseball, I think, takes center stage for me. I'm really excited about these games. I'm really excited about the, the turnaround. Like, the best teams in the league are fighting for their life, uh, most of them. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. I love I, – I can't wait for the Dodger-Padre game tonight. I can't wait. And, you know, what's funny about that is – that game, uh, was it last night? When was it? Yeah. The Dodger Blue usually always dominates Petco Park. And the fact that they were able to keep most of them out that come in the regular season and dominate and pick fights and be obnoxious, you know, they've been doing it forever. And the fact that the Padres won that game and did not have the Dodger Blue presence, even the scalpers are saying, no, 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 not for this game. And I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I do too, man. Like, and <clears throat> excuse me, like I always love playoff baseball to begin with, but you're right. It feels like anybody can win, like anybody at any moment. And we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. But Baldwin, first off, good to see you, buddy. And yeah, how you taking in this baseball so far, man? Yeah, good to see you guys too. Uh, it's awesome, AB. This is great baseball. Love to watch. I will say last night's game was not very conducive to the early edge show this morning, but we're going to rally through it. And we've got four more games today, three elimination games. I'm excited. As Micah mentioned, the Dodgers Padres game is going to be electric. The Braves Phillies game is going to be electric. I'm excited, AB. Yeah, I am too, man. And I'll tell you about being excited. Our man Buckets on the show on a Saturday. And I've got to give him credit. Because uh, our, our normal spot here, uh, Mike McClure, M squared, he is out of town. And Buckets was the first one to stand up and say, look, man, you guys need a spot? I got you. I got you. The full all-around team player. My man Buckets, how we doing, sir? I am doing well, AB. It's great to be here. And, ha I mean, it. I had to fill that spot. We've got the MLS playoffs starting today. I know we've got baseball. We've got other sports. But we have soccer tonight. And that's what matters to me. <laughs> so good to Dude. be here. 
I love it, man. And so we're so glad to have you, man. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see Mike next week. But Buckets, buddy, always a pleasure to see your face. All right, let's get to the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And Bowman, I'm going to come back over to you because baseball seems to be the topic of the day and the weekend. Rightfully so, man. These games are awesome. So this is the first day, as Michael was alluding to, the first day of elimination games. All right. So what are you seeing out of that? How are you going about betting that? What should we know? Yeah, A.B., the first day of elimination games, we have three of the four as elimination games today. The only one that isn't is the Guardians-Yankees. That's tied at 1-1. But we got to look at what to expect. And we should expect bullpens to come in very early. I think that uh, the bullpens will come in at any sign of trouble on either side. Both teams are very desperate. We have to expect desperation from both sides. The team winning 2-1 at home doesn't want to go back on the road. So if you're the Phillies, you're up 2-1 against the Braves. You do not want to go to a game five in Atlanta. You kind of assume that's a loss. Obviously, you think you can win the game, but you just assume it. And then on the other side, if you're the Braves, you just need to win one game and force game five. So there's a lot of desperation on both sides. This is a great opportunity for teams that are down 2-1 in the series as well, especially if you think they're going to win game five. So the Braves are plus 180. That's great value. It would probably be Max Freed on normal rest in game five against Zach Wheeler on short rest. I would like the Braves in that game. So if the Braves can get through today, I would love having the Braves at plus money there. The Dodgers plus 175 is also great value. They would have Julio Arias ready in game five at home. I think they would absolutely dominate game five there. So the Padres, this is a must-win game for the Padres. It's going to be a fun day. I just sent out those two series plays on Twitter, and I'm excited, A.B. Let's get after it. Dude, I'm excited, too. And, you know, you talk about Julio Urias. Uh, I mean, he's only 401, you know, in his record this year. I mean, you know, not bad. Uh, but, no, man, I, I'm telling you, like, you got you and Micah broke it down. Like, playoff baseball is always great, but this year just seems incredible, man, and today's going to be a good day for it. All right, Micah, coming over to you, and all three of you have awesome storylines today. Micah, coming over to you, we've got NASCAR. This weekend, right? So we're in the postseason there, too. So break down where are we at, what you looking at, and then we're going to talk some picks here in a second. Yeah, we, uh, Las Vegas Motor Speedway, one and a half mile um, progressive banking, 30th race all time in Las Vegas. It seems like yesterday, the first race in 1998. I was booking like a fiend, throwing all kinds of props out. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, so, so a lot of time has passed here, and it's, it's come, you know, I think Kurt Busch is going to retire uh, today. You know, he's had a concussion problem. He's been out for a while. So that's going to be emotional. He's a Vegas boy. And I saw him since he was a baby driving, you know, before he had a license. So uh, it's weird saying it's like, man, I'm getting old. Anyway, back to the race. Uh, Denny <laughs> Hamlet is a favorite, plus 550 to 6-1. Uh, six to one. And he won this race last year. But, again, we have the new car. So the, the thing with Denny Hamlin is that he – wasn't very good in super speedways, which he's always been good at. Wasn't very good on road courses, which he's been good at the last eight years. And wasn't good on the short tracks, which he's dominated his entire career. But the one thing he's been really good at is the high horsepower tracks or the mile and a half or the two-mile track at Michigan or the 1.366-mile track at Darlington. Runner-up third, second, and win at Charlotte. Uh, that says he's dialed in. He should be the favorite in this race, and he'll be one to um, – look for to win. Uh, I would also look for some long shots. Chase Briscoe's in the playoffs. He won two times in the Xfinity Series at Las Vegas. And if he gets a win here this week or next week, he can have a chance to go to Phoenix and win a championship. Who would have ever thought that he won the first Phoenix race 
way back in February or March, whenever that was. But uh, he's somebody to look at, 33 to 1. And Noah Gragson driving the number 48 car. Alex Bowman out with a concussion injury. Noah Gragson's a Vegas boy. He was runner-up in the Xfinity Series race in March at Las Vegas. And he's going to have a car that is perfectly set up to win Las Vegas, Homestead, and Kansas. And he led the most laps. Alex Bowman did 109 laps, finished fourth at Kansas. And he won the Las Vegas race in March as well. So that car is going to be driven by a rookie, Noah Gragson. He's 66 to 1 for some reason. It's not the driver. It's the car. There we go. All right. Now, our man Trent Wade all right, is going Team Logano. This weekend. So let me know what you think about this plan here. All right. Joey Logano, top 10, minus 150. Love it. Joey Logano over Bubba Wallace at minus 134. And then a quarter of a unit on Logano to win at plus 1500. What do you think about Logano? Yeah, I like Logano a lot. I think he's going to be the one competing with Hamlin for the win here. I like Wallace, too, a little bit because all the Toyotas are going to be fast. Um, so I caution against that. But winning 15 to 1, you got a, a good Price there, good number for a guy that can win that's shown that he's uh, fast on these type of tracks. I love it. And for everyone out there, like you guys already read Micah Roberts, you know, NASCAR work among every other sport on sportsline.com. But I do want you to know that everything that I throw at him each week, he does not see these picks beforehand. Like this man's knowledge base is incredible. Like he has no idea what's coming. And he's like, yeah, just feed it to me, man. Well, they only play once a week. So it's not like you have a lot of data compartments to file stuff in. It's not daily like baseball or whatever. So it's much easier to follow than you would think. Don't give me too much credit. A humble king. That's what we like around here. All right. Buckets, coming up to you, man. Your storyline. We've got MLS playoffs starting today, correct? That is correct. And I believe, yeah, and I believe, not to interrupt you, I believe the golden team is playing in Los Angeles, who we're all rooting for. I'm just going to step out of your way. Let it rip. Absolutely, AB. So the golden team, Nashville SC, does play this afternoon, and this is day one of the MLS playoffs. Unlike European competitions where it's very kind of small and close-knit, the top two, four teams, something like that, In the U.S., it's the top 14 teams qualify for the playoff stage. The top two teams in each division automatically qualify for the next round, while the remaining 12 battle it out in a single elimination knockout-style tournament. We have the first two games this afternoon with New York Red Bulls hosting hosting Cincinnati. There we go. While we also have the Golden Boys Nashville SC traveling to LA Galaxy in what are sure to be fantastic games later this afternoon. Yes, sir. Fantastic indeed. All right, let's get into this, uh, the picks that we have for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And we are back. All right, Michael Roberts, I'll tell you what, man. You're our leadoff hitter. We're coming at you. You got two plays. Major League Baseball. Break them down. What you got? Yeah, we're, uh, first one, we're going to go over eight and a half. I found this this morning, eight and a half over $1.18. Phillies, Braves, this one flies over, in my opinion. Syndergaard, I'm not a, too excited about him. His last two games went over. Uh, Charlie Morton, his last two went over. In fact, six of his last eight went over. And one of those is actually two starts ago, I believe, was uh, September 25th. He gave up six runs to the Phillies. That game went over as well. Five of the last six meetings between these two teams have gone over. Uh, then the other one, we're going to go under in the Yankees-Cleveland game. I think that is uh, set up. McKenzie has been phenomenal so far. They've won six of his last seven starts and did not allow a run in his last start to Tampa Bay in the playoffs. That was a huge performance. He's only allowed two runs between his last three starts. I think this is a time for him to shine. I might play a little on the side as well, eliminate the Yankees. And, you know, it's crazy as Aaron Judge is having so much uh, trouble making contact, uh, hitting the ball. It reminds me so much, kind of the opposite. So this could be his last game for the Yankees, right? Great season, whatever. Remember Dave Winfield in 1981 when they signed him, and he just went through uh, the Dodgers just baffled him through like five games, no hits, and he had just signed the biggest contract in baseball history. Anyway, Judge is doing the opposite. This could be his last game, and that would be. I don't know. It, it wouldn't be sad, but the Yankees aren't hitting the ball well. I look for a low-scoring game here like Cleveland has done uh, their last four games in the playoffs. They've been pretty uh, dominant. The, the relief pitching has shut down everybody, but it starts with that starting pitching, and they're a monster right now. So I, I look for them to take care of uh, at least get the under here and maybe you know some ninth-inning fireworks or something between one of the teams, but I think it'll be a low-scoring game like we saw the the first two. So uh, that's what I got there. And then one note on Joe Musgrove, this guy is coming in. You know how you follow the, the hockey? I'm not a hockey guy, but I'm going to use an analogy where the hot hockey goalie is what you follow in the playoffs and they make a run. And it doesn't matter how bad the team is. The hot goalie is who you follow here. And this is what Musgrove has right now. So we're looking no runs allowed his last three starts, no runs allowed four of his last five starts, only one run allowed between his last five starts. And I can see something like that happen again tonight with the Dodgers on their heels, eliminate the Dodgers. Who would have ever thought? And for it to come with the Padres at San Diego Petco Park, that would be some sweet revenge. <laughs> yes, it would. Hey, and Dave Winfield, man, the pride of the University of Minnesota. He was a monster, man. Yeah. Uh, I think he was drafted in three different sports. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, Dave Winfield was a beast, man. That dude could do it all. For sure. Great plays there. All right, Buckets, coming over to you. You've got two plays in soccer. The first one that you have, this team name, is one of the most electric team names I've ever heard in my life. So I'm just going to step out of your way, buddy. Let it rip. What you got? I had to think real quick and think if you were just hyping up Nashville again, and I was like, <laughs> no. is Nashville the most electric? <laughs> Nashville SC, that gets the people going. What a fire Ooh, name. There we go. No, we're going to start with a uh, kind of more of a classic Bucket John bet here. It's a smaller league that doesn't get a ton of attention. And because of that, I think the books are kind of missing something here. We've got Universitario Devinto versus a team that is just called the strongest football club. <laughs> they are the strongest FC. And I mean, with a name like that, you've got to win. And that is all this team has been doing. This is in the Bolivian Primera Division. It is a game at 3 p.m. this afternoon. And it is the strongest, who is the first team in the league 
playing Devinto, which is the dead last team in the league. The strongest have lost only a single game in their last 20. And again, their name is literally the strongest. You have to be winning if you're going to have, you know, the whatever to have a name <laughs> as strong as that. Uh, and the money line is minus 135, which seems a little bit kind of tricky here because they are so much better than Devinto. Devinto has only won one game in their last 15. Strongest have only lost one in their last 20. And there's only four games left in the Bolivian season. So these are must-win games if you do want to qualify for any kind of your competitions. I personally think the books are just not giving credit to the strongest, and I'm going to give them the credits that's due. Moneyline at 130... Sorry, the name got me all psyched out. I was it all, does that. It, did, uh, it, it does that. It's a very intimidating name. And with Moneyline at minus 135, that is incredible value for our first pick. Then, still an electrifying name, not quite as big as the strongest, but Nashville SC does play LA Galaxy this afternoon in the first round of the MLS playoffs. We're going with a classic bet as well here that AB did his best to kill all season long. But in the playoffs, we are going to see it still have a little bit of value because it's going to be a bit more cagey matches as neither team wants to concede here. Both teams to score is minus 145 in this matchup. And when you are going to put Haney Mukhtar versus Javier Hernandez, two of the top scorers in the country, you got to take the value there at minus 145. Yeah, you do, man. And like all like all kidding aside, like those two dudes can score constantly. Mukhtar won the uh, the golden boot. And the MLS, like he's a stud, man. But yeah, I saw that the strongest. I was like, <laughs> and apologies to all of, yeah, apologies to all of our viewers in Bolivia. Like I thought it was like me as a seven year old that named it. But then I looked <laughs> and I was like, well, they're kicking everyone's ass. Like, what do you want them to do? Like, they are the strongest. So shout well, out that, to them, man. That, that league is so great, AB, because the top teams are all the ones with kind of those seven year old names. It's the strongest. Second place is a team called We're Always Ready Football Club. I and then all the more that team's ready to go. <laughs> there, you I'm, can't I'm play against what, them. Well, I'll tell you this right now, and I'm making this a show promise. This is the first ever early edge show promise. I'm canceling the hell out of my Amazon Prime uh, viewing account. I'm good on Thursday Night Football. Uh, whatever channel that this is on, I'm now in this league. Like, I'm the biggest fan of this league. Meanwhile, they're laughing at all the baseball teams named after birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why does this country like birds? Like, what is going on? I like I I moved to say the Cleveland baseball team should be called the strongest Cleveland baseball team. Ooh, I like that. I like I that a have, lot. I would buy that jersey. I would too. I definitely would. All right, Baldwin, you got two plays here. Major League Baseball, bring us home, brother. What you got? Yeah, two plays from me today. The first one, we're going to go with the Mariners on the money line against the Astros. So it's George Kirby. He's making his first career postseason start. He's a rookie. He's a strike thrower, though, so I don't think this moment's going to be too big for him. Lance McCullers Jr. has pitched very well this season, and he has the playoff pedigree. We know he has the experience, but he walks a lot of batters, so he can get into trouble with walks. And when you get into trouble with walks, you're really only one swing away from a bad outing, either a home run, a double, two-run scoring double, something like that. Uh, the Mariners also probably could have won each of the first two games this series. They definitely could have won the first game this series, Seattle's going to be absolutely rocking after 21 years of no playoff baseball. I think that's the kind of atmosphere where even if you go down one or two, you're not going to be silent like a, another team that I won't name on this broadcast to get their fans, <laughs> fan base mad. But uh, the Mariners, the yeah, the strongest. The Mariners <laughs> are going to be great at home. It's going to be super loud there. I think they salvage at least 
I think they salvage one game in this series. The Astros are the better team there, but I think the Mariners get away with one. And my second play, we're going to go with the Braves on the money line against the Phillies. I was planning on playing the Braves here regardless of who the Phillies started. It's Charlie Morton. He's making the start for the Braves. He's pitched in plenty of elimination games in his career. He's only allowed more than two earned runs in three of his 17 playoff starts. So despite him struggling down the stretch, I think he's going to pitch well today. And the other side, you have maybe the biggest surprise start of the uh, series, of the wild card series, Noah Syndergaard over Bailey Falter or Kyle Gibson. Noah Syndergaard pitched in relief earlier this series. Now he's coming in to start today's game. The only angle that I could think of is that the Braves haven't seen Syndergaard this season. So maybe the Phillies want to go with Syndergaard one time through the lineup, maybe go to a Gibson or Falter one time through the lineup and then go to their bullpen. But the Braves are the world champions. They're not going to go down easy. They hit plenty of home runs. That's what Noah Syndergaard allows. They'll also be happy to face anyone besides Aaron Nola or Zach Wheeler after the past couple of games. And, hey, the Braves just need to win one game in Philly here, sneak by, bring it home to Atlanta. They've got Max Freed going. And I think they're going to play well in that game. If they can get it to game five, I like the Braves in this series. So I'm going to go with Braves in this game. There we go, man. There we go. And I'll tell you this, you know, watching the other night when uh, uh, Jordan Alvarez hit that walk-off bomb against Robbie Ray, right? And you saw Alvarez with the bat flip. I was like, I cannot wait until Drew Gilbert is a part of this team as well. Like, (laughs) he's going to fit in just fine with all of these guys, man. I can't wait. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look recap here. That it does look glorious because of these guys here. Johnny Bulba is on the Braves money line and the Mariners money line. Michael Roberts, Braves, Phillies over eight and a half. Yankees, Guardians under six and a half buckets. The strongest money line minus 135 as well as Galaxy, National SC, both teams to score. Emory Hunt today is on James Madison minus 11 and a half. Campbell minus 22 and a half and BYU a pick at home against Arkansas. Chip Patterson is on Clemson minus three and a half North Carolina team total over 37 and a half. And I am on Tennessee first quarter plus three at home against Alabama. Now you knew more picks were coming from our college football weekly preview show every Wednesday at 3 PM Eastern time for Nelly's on Minnesota, Illinois under 39 and a half Kansas plus nine Kent state plus eight and a half Washington state plus three and a half Clemson minus three and a half. Jacob Fetner is on Minnesota, Illinois under three 39 and a half Navy plus 13 hit that last night. Well done. Fet show there. Notre Dame team total over 34 and a half. Ohio team total over 30 and a half in Kansas plus nine. Chip Patterson is on Mississippi State minus four. NC State plus three and a half. Minnesota, Illinois under 39 and a half. Oklahoma State TCU over 68 and a half. USC plus three and a half. San Jose State minus eight and a half. And our man Micah Roberts, Kansas plus nine. Clemson minus three and a half. Oklahoma State TCU over 68 and a half. USC plus three and a half. And Minnesota, Illinois under 39 and a half. We had a full sweep. All four of the boys on that one there. So, whew, as I take a breath here, you know what? Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be live Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern for our normal time, Early Edge. We'll be live at 12 p.m. Eastern with our NFL kickoff preview show to break down all the games that day. And then we'll be live Sunday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern to break down Sunday night football. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. 
Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher. No. Funnier. I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!